Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to another bonus short lecture from the History Teachers Talking Podcast, where Tom or I will lecture on big topics in little time. For more information, you can visit us at www.historyteacherstalkingpodcast.com or visit evergreenpodcast.com. The origins of the American Boy Scouts and American Girl Scouts can be traced back to the 20th century, a time marked by societal changes, growing emphasis on youth education, and the need for responsible citizenship. The Boy Scouts began in Britain and were organized by Colonel Robert Baden-Powell. The Scouts' motto was Be Prepared. While serving his country in Africa during the turn of the century Boer War, Baden-Powell complained that young recruits from England lacked strength of character and resourcefulness. As a young British army officer, Baden-Powell had himself gained valuable skills in tracking, scouting, and survival during his military service. He recognized these could be valuable for young boys. Even before the war, his first book, Aids to Scouting, was published in 1899 and it was initially intended as a manual for military reconnaissance and scouting techniques. However, he noticed that the book was being used by youth groups and schools to teach practical skills to boys. So in 1907, Baden-Powell organized a camp at Brownsea Island, England, where he tested his ideas teaching outdoor skills and character development to a group of boys from different social backgrounds. The camp laid the foundation for the Boy Scout movement. Baden-Powell's new book, Scouting for Boys, published in 1908, outlined his philosophy and methods for training young boys in self-reliance, resourcefulness, and citizenship. The book became immensely popular and sparked the creation of Boy Scout patrols and troops around the United Kingdom. Scouts began organizing themselves into troops and practicing outdoor skills, camping, and community service. A year after the British scouting movement had been launched, William Boyce, a Chicago publisher visiting London, found himself lost on a dark, foggy night. The youth who came to Boyce aid identified himself only as a Boy Scout. Boyce was impressed with the boy's courtesy and resolved to be of assistance, and he was astonished by the boy's refusal to accept the tip. Boyce would later comment that he had never met an American youth who would decline a tip. He was sufficiently intrigued with the British scouting movement to meet with its masters, Baden-Powell. So, on February 10, 1910, Boyce established the Boy Scouts of America, modeled on the British organization. Its immediate acceptance by parents, educators, and the young men who joined the movement in tens of thousands guaranteed scouting success. By 1915, only five years after its creation, there were half a million American Boy Scouts with troops in every state. American presidents were involved with scouting from the start. William Taft began the tradition that every president automatically becomes an honorary scout. But Teddy Roosevelt took it a step further after his presidency by becoming the head scoutmaster of Troop 39, Oyster Bay, New York. While all presidents became scouts, some scouts became presidents. The first one to do so was a member of Troop 2 of Bronxville, New York from 1929 to 1931. His name was John F. Kennedy. And the first Eagle Scout to become president began his scouting career in 1924 as a member of Troop 15 in Grand Rapids, Michigan. 
His name was Gerald Ford. By the 1920s, scouting was so popular throughout the country that parents began to inquire if their younger children might not be perhaps permitted to join the movement. To satisfy that request, in the early 1930s, the Cub Scout program was formally launched. By the end of that year, its membership stood at 847,000 and climbing. While the Boy Scouts of America were founded in 1910, the Girl Scouts of America followed only two short years later. The Girl Scouts of USA was founded by Daisy Gordon Lowe, born on October 31st, 1860 in Savannah, Georgia, into a well-to-do family. Growing up, she was exposed to art, travel, and a range of experiences that nurtured her independent spirit and love for adventure. In 1886, Daisy married William McKay Lowe, an Englishman. The couple moved to England, where Daisy became involved in British high society and developed a wide circle of friends. During this time, she became friends with Sir Robert Baden-Powell and his sister Agnes, both of whom were active in the scouting movement. Inspired by her interactions with the Baden-Powells, Daisy developed an interest in the scouting movement's focus on character development, outdoor skills, and community service. In 1911, Daisy's life took a turn that would ultimately lead to the creation of the Girl Scouts. She met a young girl named Margaret Daisy Dutes Gordon. Daisy Dutes had physical disabilities, and her aunt Daisy Gordon Lowe was committed to providing her with meaningful experiences. This encounter ignited Daisy Lowe's passion for creating a similar organization for girls in the United States. Daisy Lowe returned to the United States and in 1912 invited a diverse group of girls to a meeting in Savannah, Georgia. On March 12, 1912, she held the first meeting of the Girl Guide, which would later become known as the Girl Scouts. The focus of the organization was to provide girls with opportunities to develop self-reliance, leadership skills, and a sense of community through outdoor activities, skill building, and service. Daisy Lowe's efforts gained momentum and the Girl Guides movement spread across the United States. The name was officially changed to Girl Scouts in 1913, and the organization's mission continued to evolve, emphasizing inclusivity, leadership, and personal growth. The first official Girl Scout handbook was published in 1920, further codifying the organization's values, principles, and program. In 1917, the first troop for African-American girls was established in Oklahoma and led by Josephine Holloway. Overcoming racial segregation and discrimination, African-American girls and their leaders contributed significantly to the growth of Girl Scouting. Similarly, Native American and immigrant girls also became involved in the movement enriching the organization's diversity. Since their inception, there has always been a friendly tension between Girl Scouts and Boy Scouts. When the Girl Guides changed their name to Girl Scouts in 1913, James E. West, chief Boy Scout executive, was not happy. He felt that both groups having Scout in their name would adversely affect his Boy Scout group, potentially sissifying, as he would say, its members and making young men weary of participating in an organization they believed was open to girls. He also took issue with the key uniforms, which were the same material as the boys' versions. West far preferred the Camp Fire Girls, another girls' group that placed an emphasis on domestic skills like cooking and cleaning. West even tried bringing legal action against the Girl Scouts to little avail. He continued to demone the existence of Girl Scouts until he retired from the Boy Scouts in 1940s. The rivalry was not over, though. In 2018, the Girl Scouts filed a lawsuit over trademark infringement when the Boy Scouts changed their name to Scouts BSA, a move the Girl Scouts claimed would promote confusion. In 2020, they sued again, alleging that recruiting tactics perpetuated by the Boy Scouts, which began allowing girls into its ranks, was damaging Girl Scouts. As Boy Scouts of America and Girl Scouts of America continue to adapt to the changing times, their legacies remain deeply ingrained in the spirit of youth development and the pursuit of a better society. Hope you guys enjoyed this short lecture.
Tom and I will be back later this week with a full episode. I hope everyone enjoyed our podcast, and if you would like to email us, you can do so at historyteacherspodcast at gmail.com. Hello, my name is Peter Zablocki, and I'm a historian, author, and college professor. I'm thrilled to invite you to check out Evergreen Network's History Shorts podcast. Every Tuesday and Thursday, join me on a journey through time, exploring the little-known and hidden gems of history. In each bite-sized episode, I'll dive into my original research to bring you intriguing historical curiosities you've probably never heard of, uncovering the fascinating stories that have shaped our world, from forgotten figures to overlooked events. And the best part? I've condensed all this historical goodness into manageable chunks, perfect for your on-the-go lifestyle. Whether you're commuting to work or squeezing in a quick break, History Shorts fits into the little time you probably think you don't have. Subscribe now and never miss an episode of the History Shorts podcast, available wherever you get your podcasts.